Uh, guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode. Don't forget you can contact us on Twitter at Southings2023 for the podcast Twitter, at Alan Osler1481 for myself, or at SI Watson03 for Simon. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. By doing that, you will get a notification every time the new episode comes out. Right, hello, welcome to the All Things Borough podcast. I'm your your host as usual, Alan. I'm joined tonight by Simon and Tom. Guys, how are you doing this, tonight? Doing decently myself, nice evening. Yeah. Lovely, I've got pub, going to the pub after this. Oh yeah, you're off to a party tonight, aren't you? Nah, it's just, just a pub, unfortunately. Um, I, thought you said, oh, I thought you said it was a birthday party. Nah, just a few quiet drinks and the celebrations are no on tomorrow. Thing, no such thing in no, your life. No, he told us earlier, he said he was getting right on it tonight. He said, got <laughs> some party he said he was having, yeah. No, apparently he said it's his 16th, apparently, he said. Simon, how are you? <laughs> yeah, not bad, thank you. Yeah, finished work early as usual. Happy days. Yeah, well, we all know about your work. I'm not going to drag on about that, but it's good to see we, we, we've got a good connection now. But we, You're using the new microphone that... Uh, I've got you in. It's, yeah. it's, it's working out yeah, quite well. You, yeah, it's working all right. So, so far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. But I've, I've also got a new mouse uh, running the internet, running around in the, in the wheel. So it's <laughs> yeah. all going well. So I've got to say, yeah. yeah the, it's the, changed it for the other one. The quality. The other one's getting a bit old. The, the, yeah, the, nah. uh, the internet quality is, it looks a lot better on your end today. Yeah, I've got a feeling I might be on the old dead of free Wi-Fi, so I might, I might duck out for uh, in about uh, in about 10 minutes and I'll have to book back in again. But oh, don't sorry. you worry, I'll be, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it, don't you worry. If I, if I suddenly freeze, it's, uh, it's not because I've... Uh, I've had enough. I've <laughs> no, no, true. But okay, right. So we'll just crack into it because we have got a very, very, very special guest uh, tonight. Uh, and we are joined by none other than everyone's favourite chairman. It's Farnborough's chairman, Simon Gardner. Simon, good evening. How are you? Good evening. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Good evening, fellas. Um, uh, first and foremost, I'd just like to say, fantastic job you're doing. Uh, for everyone, everyone's keen and, uh, and you know look, looking forward to it, and it's 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 fantastic what you're doing for the club. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank no, you. Yeah. Thanks, I much appreciate. It. Thank you very much. I, 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 I'm thanking you. You're the one doing all the work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that is true. That is true. Me, me especially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, well, it's it's nice to hear nice to hear uh, such kind words from you, Simon. Because um, when we started, it it was it was to try and sort of help get information out and. To talk about um, the club amongst ourselves, amongst fans, and and the, the, we've only started at the beginning of the season, didn't we, Simon? And um, and it's just gone on so so well in the last few months. Where we're, we're talking now, talking to players, we're talking to other fans, we're talking to various different people, and now we've got the the, the big man himself, the, the chairman of the club, on our on our little podcast, and and yeah, it's it's, it's great. Yeah. I don't know how long we're going to be able to keep playing Tom's wages, though. We'll have to have a word about that. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah. He's, uh, uh, well, he's getting, he is demanding bet, more I'll, money, but we'll have to have a word about I bet he gets paid more than I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 He does, does less hours as well, so I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't get a chance to go down the pub afterwards, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we've all got our own uh, questions for you. Uh, I've got some questions from from a, uh, another fan that sent in some questions to me uh, the other day. But I want to start first with um, where uh, where the where it started with you for for Farnborough. When did you um, 
come to the club? When did you become chairman? Was it straight away that you became chairman, or, or was it? No, no, actually, um, way back in 2010, 2011, um, I was part of Spencer. I've been with Spencer for over 20 years, mm. really, and part of his management team at Chelsea. Oh. And um, we was at Chelsea, and Farnborough approached Spencer. And that's why you don't never see Spencer say he's got an assistant manager. He always calls it management team because he doesn't believe in the system because it's a team effort. Um, so we got approached there and then um, we went on a meeting and um, it was a um, fantastic opportunity. So we took it up. So for the first, I, I, I don't forget the first year I was there. It's, it's, it's such a big club. We turned up on the back of 11 defeats. I think, yeah. and um, we was actually due to take over in the Hampshire FA Cup game, but it was away at Aldershot. And given Spencer's um, previous reputation, um, mm. it wasn't a wise move to take over that game. So I wanted to. Spencer said, no, wait till Wednesday. <laughs> and um, then we took over and we had Salisbury away the first game. And we brought some players with us. And uh, everyone's asking the questions, are these players good enough? Mm. Uh, these are players like Phil Page. Dan Bennett, yeah. Ollie Treacher, Craig Bradshaw. You know, they, they went on to prove that they were good enough to play yeah. for Farmer. Um, and we actually put Dan, Dan Bennett on when it was one all, And uh, we actually beat Salisbury 3-1 away. Yeah, well. um, then we actually won our first six games, uh, which meant we had two games going into um, at the end of the season. Home to Haven and Waterlooville, and away to Sutton. Three points guaranteed us survival. And... We beat uh, Haven and Waterlooville at home 1-0, mm-hmm. which meant um, we didn't have to go to Sutton and get anything out so we could enjoy it. So, And that was the first season. And then, one, as you boys know, once you get Farnborough in, in, into your skin, basically, it's hard to get rid of them because it's a fantastic club, fantastic supporters. Um, the club's got history. Mm. Yeah, it's a really good history, fantastic history, which is important that we, no one forgets about. But you've also got um, a couple of... Uh, put smudges on the on the history as well, you know, with um, administration and things like that. Um, yeah. Which is no, it's, 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 it, it is what it is. I'm not gonna, I'm not here to cast stones because it was before my time. Um, I, I would never do that anyway. But then second year, we um, basically was in the club doing really well, um, and then yeah, we basically um, we loaned the club. Club was loaned money. By the management team, um, and um, to be paid the money, it was uh, decided that the previous owner was going to hand the club over uh, to Spencer to um, clear the debt. Really, so it's common knowledge out there. What I'm saying now, everyone probably knows. That's when Spencer turned around to me and said, "I need somebody that I can trust to run the club." Yeah. So I said, "Mate, I, it's it's such a good club with so, so many good people in it." It would have been wrong of me to turn around and say, look, I'm not going to give it a go because mm. you you people, you supporters in the area and the community needed, in my opinion, good people to run the club and do it for the right reasons, sure. um, which is what we we think we've done. Um, then, obviously, the whole story happens where we, we found out how much money the club was in debt. So it went into administration again. Mm. So we vowed, we made a pact, um, it was myself, Kevin Dyer, and Spencer. This is before Rob came in. 
Um, we made a pact that we would work 24 hours a day to get this club back to where it belongs. Um, we with the two relegations and two years of COVID, um, basically four years it took for us to do that, which is not, not bad. Mm. Um, say four or five years. Um, but when we started to turn it around, it was it was just sensible to to speak to Rob Prince, who then took over the club. Right. Um, having a successful businessman help you run the club makes a massive difference. But in in what he does, he's the owner. He's very much hands on. You see him doing divots on the match days and stuff, and he's very approachable. But he also trusts the people that's volunteering for him. Mm. And we are all volunteers. Yeah. And I don't know if it's common knowledge out there. At this level, every manager in the first team is paid anywhere between thirty and fifty thousand pounds a year in in national league. The league below, it's anywhere between fifteen and thirty thousand. Spencer hasn't taken a penny's wages in twelve years. Well, wow. does not get paid. Yeah. So straight away, people can you know yes, good days, yeah, bad days. We all do. Um, you know, with regards to results and stuff. But straight away, if we was to pay a manager at this level, you're talking. Forty, fifty thousand pound. Mm, yeah. It has to come out of the budget straight yeah, away. Yeah. And we all know that you want to sign the best players. We yeah. want to sign the best players for the club. Yeah. You know, you've seen, you've seen, got announced today. You've seen our new signing today a bit. You yeah, see yeah, the yeah. 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 He's an ex player as well, isn't he? He used to play for us a few yeah. years back, didn't he? Yeah. Well, is he, is he, he a right back or is he a centre back? Centre back. He's a centre back, but he can play right. He can play right back as well. Yeah, I so, thought so. Yeah, um, I thought he did. Yeah, I do yeah, recognise the I thought, play, I'm thinking yeah. on it was because uh, obviously um, Ben Mason got injured, so he had to go back. Uh, That's back good. To the club, yeah, and he's so absolutely devastated. Yeah, I bet he was. Yeah. Yeah, because he's lo- he's a local. Yeah. So what we do is we we sort of like we try and run the club. But one thing I've always done as chairman, and the way I approach it is. I'm very fortunate to be chairman of this fantastic football club, but I never ever for one do I think it's my football club. Yeah. I've, I've said it numerous times, I've said it in every interview I do, the club belongs to the community and the supporters. Because without you fellas, there is no football club. Yeah. You know, the, the chairman out there that think they're the big I am's, that ain't us. That's not us. And I use the word us because we're a team. Mm-hmm. At the top, it's not just I'm the dictator and then Rob dictates to me. Mm. We we have meetings, um, we communicate, um, we decide. We have board meetings. Um, then we we listen to what the supporters are saying, you know. And this is, and the one thing I've always said is, you're the supporter. You're entitled to your opinions. Yeah. Uh, because you pay your money, you support the club, um, and. Whether we agree with them or not is a different matter, but you're still entitled. So I would never ever say to you, oh, don't stop saying any bad things or anything. Mm. If you feel that way, say it, because you've got to get off your chest anyway. Um, sometimes when you see about the signings and the goings and comings, sometimes we know that there's people coming and we want to tell people, but we can't. Yeah. You know, obviously, until they sign on that dotted line. Um, but all I can say now to every supporter at Farnborough is um, you've got a select amount of people that are doing it for the football club and the community. And it's very rare, in my opinion. A lot of the other clubs, there's a lot of clubs, as everyone knows. We saw the statement from Taunton. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. they're in a bit of an issue. Um, harping back to two seasons ago, playing a final against Hazen Yedid. Uh, they're in the relegation zone now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The league below. 
Well, he's basically he's been successful. He owns fitness clubs, okay. all, all sorts, and he he sold one off. It's quite a well known one, and he got you know uh, a good good payout for mm. it. Um, he, he's like anyone really. When um, he's very quiet, keeps himself very personal. He doesn't like taking credit as well when he does good things. Spencer's like that as well. Yeah. Before, what people didn't realise was that Spencer would always donate money to charity, um, but wouldn't tell people it was coming from him. Yeah. You know, um, he'd just donate money, and Rob's pretty much the same. And yeah. Rob's very much in it for the community. Um, so what he does is he, he works. He's got. He's got. You know, he's he's, he's okay. He's comfortable, um, but he's very um, he's very much hands on. So he will be literally watching his club twenty four seven. Yeah. Um, we go, we, and the th- good thing is, it is a good thing because we all want new. We're like you, sports. We want new stuff. We want this. We want that. We want this. We want that. Um, but we can get it. But one thing we know is we can't let this club get into the position that it's got in before. Yeah. Because I have, I've heard from the FA that if the club was ever to go into administration again, there would not be a farmer. It would not be allowed to participate in, even if you went yeah. to AFC farmer. They wouldn't accept it. There's only so many times you can you can sort of yeah. reset the clock, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. what we what we've done is 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 important, and we've got um you know it's it's not pressure because everything's working fine, and we're working together as well. Um, but it's important that we continue to do things, and we we grow in the right way. Yeah. Um, I, I think the first forum I did as chairman was I sat down and I said, look, our goal is in ten years to make this club debt-free and to return it back to the National League South and take two years off for relegation, two years off for COVID. So we've done it in six. Um, and it was fan- it was fantastic for the club. But now it's important to know, know your limits because in our yeah. league, um, you've got Yeovil that are paying. You, you, you could be anywhere between, I'm, I'm going to use margins here, thirty-five and £50,000 a week wages yeah. bill. Yeah. Um, and then you can go down to the smaller ones that are paying five, six thousand pound a week, but the clubs have still got to find that money. Yeah, yeah. And where do, where do we uh, where do we sit in that in that table <laughs> of sort of um, budgets? Well, after, mate, after, after, we're not in the lowest and we're not in the highest. <laughs> yeah. We're not in the highest. That's that's for sure. But yeah. what we do is we we this is where having good business people comes into effect um, because what we do is you see that if a player leaves. Um, and if you, it's, it's not rocket science. You look at the players that have left. Some of them are big, were our key signings, marquee signings in yeah. the summer. Yeah. We got them because we offered them good money. Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, for one reason or another, it didn't pan out. Yeah. So whether that's the system we was playing or the players simply weren't good enough or, or whatever. Um, so what you get, Spencer gets given a budget, and obviously he wants more, but we say no. Yeah. Um, and he has to manage the budget. So if a player's going out, then we can get one in on, you know, and it covers as long as it's wages don't surpass, say so going out. Yeah. That's what we do. So the the, end, the top figure we won't go over, um, regardless. Um if need be, we go and get loan easy. And um, you know, young kids, because as I say, if you sit seven people on a bench, which is something that might be coming up, um, um, if we're allowed seven substitutes, that means and you're say for instance you're only allowed to play three. Mm. That means you've got you've got four people sitting there, not going to take part in the game, but you've still got to pay them. Yeah, yeah. Or if we go to five, 
Uh, then that means there's still going to be two people that don't get used, but you have to still have to pay seven subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 11 on the pitch. So what we do is um, we have to manage that into the budget. Now, mm. it's a catch-22. I'm a supporter. I support Oxford United. Right? When we got a new manager, our manager left and went to Bristol City, and we were sitting second in the league. We're now sixth or seventh because we've not gone out and bought anyone and he's believing in the young squads and stuff like that. I say that's wrong. You need, while we're in that position, I'm not saying go and spend loads of money on a player, but can we not just strengthen it, get some experience in there yeah, yeah. Uh, to help it out? We're a very young squad at Oxford and I'm saying to them, probably what Tom was saying to me, about, you know, we need, we need experience, we need, we need players in there, we want people that want to play for the club. Now, Anyone that's played for the club before knows how much it means to the supporters. And yes. you obviously, you've seen that because you've seen Guy play before and stuff. And it's a no-brainer. He knows, he's passionate. He wants to do his, the best he can. So that was a no-brainer, really. And, you know, you got to thank Farnham for allowing him to, to leave and yeah. join us. So, um, I mean, he's, yeah, com- he's, coming, he's, he's coming in off a, off a really good season for Farnham as well. They're doing really yeah. well in their yeah. league yeah. Uh, at the minute. But he, he yeah. said that he's playing the best he's played for a good number of years yeah. at the moment. And everyone else should, is backing that up. So. Yeah, we should also uh, point out for any, anyone listening, we do is, and especially if you haven't seen it, we have the Farber of today announced the signing. We've, we've signed uh, Guy Hollis from uh, from Farnham Town. He's their, uh, their captain, centre-back. Um, so, uh, yeah, just so people are aware, that's a new signing for the club. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, that's... Uh, Ex-Power as well. Yeah, ex player. He's, he's he's played for Bracknell as well, hasn't he? So uh, over over yeah, his time. Got, yeah. If anyone anyone who doesn't follow the lower league sort of, he's as far as playing what step five at the moment, um, and they're doing really well. They've they've pretty much won all of their matches, pretty much. Yeah, they? they're in so the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Harry Harry Cooks. He's playing down there as well. Yeah, yeah another yeah. They just, just so, run out the bars. Uh, yeah, that's what they're doing. Two one. Yeah, yeah. They got close enough, didn't they? A bit unlucky actually. Yeah. If I if I'm going to be uh, totally honest, it's probably helped us get the signing over the line. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Most players, if they got a chance of playing at Wembley, yeah, we'll want to stay them and play yeah. at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, there's a good bit of a good bit of news that news there uh, there that uh, was announced today. So that's a good. Sorry, so I cut you off there. You go. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, so basically, you, that's that's what you've got. You've got you've got an owner that's invested in the football club, which is fantastic. He's not going out there and it's not. Um, Wasting money, he's running a very tight ship. Um, we've got a collective team. Um, you know, we're, we're having business meetings all the time. Um, you know, as, as, as you're probably aware, you know, all the new stuff that's happened in the last 12 months with regards to the two women's teams. Yeah. You know, we've never been able to afford that before, but we've managed to secure some sponsorship for. Um, you know, I, I went to watch them win against Hawley, I think it was on Sunday, 6-0, uh, yep. and they're playing some good football. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. myself so and we, Alan have been to a few games as well this season. It's been, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. it's good. Yeah, there's some really nice atmosphere final. in the ground as well. Yeah, exactly. They're really, really nice. And they're getting, they're getting more and more fans in as well now. I think they're getting maybe, yeah. I think when we went, it was like 30 or 40 there, they're getting sort of nearer, nearer sort of 80, 90 mark now. Yeah, really good. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and it's only, was it a couple, a couple of quid to get in as well? It's a bargain, really. Yeah, a couple of quid to get in. The, the burger bars open, they're thinking the yeah. players are there. On a Sunday. On a Sunday, and we normally with sort of with Phil's there, I'm there, Kevin's there, Paul Sampson's there. We're normally all floating around, so yeah. that's a perfect opportunity for any supporter that wants to ask us questions. So they can come yeah, over no, on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, even if you don't like women's football, then just go and, go and have a chat with Simon. Just go and badger us. Yeah, just go and badger us. It's got to be paying uh, worth the admittance money alone, surely. Exactly. I, I'm willing to stand there. If you pay £2 to get in, I'll stand there. You can ask me any questions. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You heard that. Yeah, it's all on record. Yeah. It's all on record. So, uh, happy days. Yeah, like, like Simon said, we've, we've been a few times there. The, the last time we went was, was a little while ago. We took our kids, we took your, your son with you, didn't you? And I took my niece and my nephew. And like me and the, the podcast before Tom came along, me and Simon were doing the podcast obviously before we sponsor one of the one of the girls there, Ellie Stally. Um so we we sponsored her. So we we had a picture taken with her with the with the kids and that and they loved it. So my my niece and nephew yeah. my nephew loves place that we placed with Cove um, under tens. My niece is slowly getting into football and they just they enjoy themselves. I mean they're sitting on the side, yeah. they're screaming their heads off, shouting all these things out and it was so funny, yeah. But, but they, they enjoyed that's it. That's what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. So the kids can enjoy it. That's what we, we do because you'll notice yourself there's more and more younger people coming to watch first yes. thing play. Yeah. Um, so what, what what that tells us is these are going to be supporters in the future, long, yeah. longer future. So yeah. you've got you got granddads bringing their, their, their sons, their sons bringing their, you know, the grandkids. It's becoming a family club again. Yeah. A community yeah. club, which is yeah. what we yeah. keep saying. Yeah. And yeah, good, which yeah. is what we're harping on. And, yeah. um, you know, yourself, I mean, Tom, uh, you know, uh, how long have you supported Farmer for? Before? Essentially my whole life. He's my dad. About 10 years then, Tom. Yeah. About 10 years. That's what it's, that's what it's yeah. about. You should always you should always support your local side. Yeah, you really absolutely. should. I mean, yeah. it's a bit hard for me because my local side is Hampton and Richmond. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. I've been asked to go down there a few times, but... Uh, no. No, <laughs> no they're not with, 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 that in, with that in mind, were you involved in the Mason Bloomfield trials for then, so was that you're down to you? No, I'll tell you what, um, I, I'll be honest with you, um, we wanted to keep Mason. We wanted to keep Mason. And, yeah, um, we all wanted him to stay as well. What happened was, because he worked for Mel at Barnet, he played for Mel at Barnet, and mm. Mel went in there and persuaded he was going to pay more money than what we could offer him. Um, and at the time, because we had the marquee signings, we had, his choice was either uh, Mason or Alfie Pavey. Um, and Alfie was after price of uh, Mason and we thought that with the style of play we were going to get that we'd probably get the same amount of goals as, as Mason which is what it panned out to be yeah. and you know um, so um, yeah we wanted him I spoke to Mason a number of times I'm, when I go over if we haven't got a game and I'll speak to him and uh, he says he loved his time at Farmer really did love it um, just before Christmas when I was over there I said to him I'm going to get his uh, baby a baby a farm for baby crow so he had a far, little farm for kit so he can wear that and he did say it's a nice kit I said yeah look better with you in it but um, <laughs> obviously that's what he suggested he loved it at Hampton so but yeah. so we, as he played at least what we do is um, we, we speak to him we wish him all the best um, sometimes it just doesn't happen for whatever reason can't get on with the manager or just yeah. not playing good but it's tough to keep a player at a club that doesn't want to be there Sure, so, yeah. so what we do is we, we tend to say, uh, well, look, thanks very much for these services and that, and then we, we look out, you know, we look out for the next player. Um, I mean, I think it's been fantastic we've managed to keep Ricky Holmes. A number yeah. of clubs come in for Ricky, yeah. numbers of clubs, but he loves the supporters, he loves the club, um, which, you know, it's, tells us that we're doing the same right. And when I say we, that means us as a club, there's you lot as well yeah. as us, because he loves it. He loves it. He has asked me a couple of times when he become 
when can he become the next manager? Um, but uh, yeah, he's very keen on that. He wants to stay here for a long time. But um, is he? Um, he is got. he doing his? Is he doing his coaching badges? I think yeah. with us. Yeah, he is, yeah. I thought he might be. Coaching badges. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah, he's done it. Like Spencer, I don't know those people are probably not aware of this. But Spencer has got a UEFA B license. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, him saying. I remember hearing him say he was. Yeah. Yeah, he's done that, and um, that's where John. We met John Mead when he was doing UEFA B. John Mead was on there as well. Um, yeah, but um, John Mead comes he comes down from Milton Keynes, and yeah. um, he same again. He was only getting petrol money, um, and then it's Steve Baker, his expenses, and now we have got Neil Baker. Yeah. Uh, so what that does that allows Ricky, because I've been there and watched him train. Um, now Spencer to talk to players, do the management side of it. And where he knows he's got Neil Baker, Steve Baker, yeah. and Ricky Holmes, three coaches. Yeah, um, and they're two, so good, they're two not, really good coaches for, for Ricky to learn from as well, as he's as he's learning his coaching badges. Well. Very high standard. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're, you're fine. Um, if there's any coach or anybody in football that says they know everything, uh, I've come across people like chairmen, and I said, Look, if you want any advice and that, and I've been told, no, don't worry, I know what I'm doing. And yeah. then six months later, I I I named this club, uh, Saints Town. Um, yes, yeah. their chairman, their chairman went in there, and we played them. I think the first game we scored two goals, and literally, um, I said to him in the boardroom, I said, "Look, if you want to hang, because football is completely different to business. Um, there's a lot more involved." Um, and I got told, "No, don't worry, I know what I'm doing." <laughs> and then look what happened. Now, they're, now they're playing at Spain's Lamas Park in a park. Yeah. And Brentford have taken over their train, their ground. And they Brentford B yeah. and Brentford ladies playing in it. Yeah. So it's because you don't listen, you can't be you can't be that naive to think you know everything in football or in life, to be fair. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I'm learning every day. So yeah. yeah. I yeah I mean, you, questions, have you? Yeah, you well you mentioned um you mentioned um just going back to back just very briefly to uh, obviously it was a it was either it was either Mason Bloomfield or Alfie Pavey. Obviously, yeah. the, obviously, we all, everyone knows as a Farber fan what happened. What happened yeah. with Avi? Obviously, he played ten games, scored a load of goals, did really, really well. Left. Um, obviously, went to work in a full time club, um, and then obviously subsequently hasn't really worked out there for him, and he's ended up back at Braintree. Can you um, just tell tell the fans exactly what the what the finance is worth for the deal, or or how how it? Well, I'll give you some ballpark figures um, because I've, I've seen on social media that um, one one individual um, put on there that that's the worst kept secret. Never in football, I knew he was going to work in three weeks ago. Right? We actually got a phone call on a Monday and they offered us a sum, which we told them, go away. Yeah. Not interested. We're not interested at all. So whoever woke him, we're talking about it before. It was never a done deal, that's for sure. Um, we never spoke to it. So then Alfie found out that woke in. So whether it got leaked to him by various sources, then he approached us as a club and said, um, uh, he wanted to go back into full-time football. Yeah. So as a club, you can't, as we said before, you can't hold a player back. You simply can't. If you do, you're not you're not doing football for the right reasons. So what we then done was we, they came back with a second offer. Uh, it was improved in the first one. Um, so what we done is we put some add-on clauses in there, um, and one of them was. Um, if the um, if it didn't work out and he was to be loaned out to us, uh, loan, loaned out that we would have first refusal. Yeah. Now, as you know, he's he's been loaned out. Well, let's just say that um, where he got loaned out to, the, the wages they offered him was twice as much as what we could offer them. So 
um, which we we did try and negotiate with Woking, um, but they weren't budget because they could get recoup all their outfits wages. But what he didn't realise at the time was that activated the clause that we added on into the contract. So there's a sum of money that now Woking owe us, uh, which as soon as he signed for Braintree, we sent an invoice to Woking. Right. So that's um, that's another sum of money that the club will get. Well, we haven't got it yet, but we will get it. Um, which they pay. So Alfie's, um, when we sold Alfie, it basically meant that we, um, he went, but then when Alfie went, we bought, um, who did we bring him from? Oh, yeah, we got Bradbury and we've got, uh, obviously his, his, but before, when he first went, we, we had Michael Philippe, didn't we? Um, I'm just trying to think what player we bought in. Like, there was a good player we bought in. definitely a player, but I can't think. Yeah, I'm just trying to think who it was, but basically it, it meant that we could, um, with him going, it freed up a bit of our Aaron Cure. It meant that we could bring Aaron, sort of, we, we were negotiating Aaron Cure because of his wages were so high. Um, that with um, Abby Pavey going, it just meant that we could um, obviously negotiate with Dawkins to bring in a player. Yeah. So it's, it's one of them, you lose a good player. But then you bring in another player. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, and what's happened with Michael Felipe going now is we got Bradbury, yeah. we got the boy from Luton, and we got Hishi back. Yeah. So, um, you know, and we still got Hattie on loan from Aldershot. Yeah. Now he's been injured, um, but where these games are getting called off, it's only going to benefit us because Aldershot um, have been fantastic with the player. Mm-hmm. And um, they've extended the loan because he hasn't been able to play for us. So it's um, they're, they're, they're doing things right all the shot. So I know there's history between the two clubs, but since we've come in, they've been first class yeah. with us, and yeah. we try and do things, you know. Well, to be to be fair, we've had some good, good really good loans of them. We had obviously Tommy Willard last year, didn't he? He, he was yeah, yeah, he did yeah, really I, well. We got the ATM, really I did say to Tommy Willard that if you didn't want him, I'll have him. Um, but <laughs> yeah. he was going to look, look at him first and I said I don't think he'd be disappointed and uh, I don't think he has been but um, yeah, that's what you need to do in football you need to get on with people just out of curiosity how, how long have we got Hayley for then have we got another 28 days or is it a bit longer or a bit longer who, who for have we got
he's a free agent. Fulham let him go. That is ACL. He's working extremely hard to get himself fit. And we're kind of hoping that we can snap him up and get him back before the end of the season. I think he's definitely... He's keen on it. He's keen on it, but there's no definite. But that's something no. that we're working on. Yeah. I think um, he, he's, he's, um, he's, he's definitely a player that, um, uh, that every fan that we've speak, we've speak to, the, the comments on, on our... Um, Podcasts and Twitter and all that. That, that um, he's definitely one that everybody wants to come back because he was he was a player of the season last year. Yeah, he had such an amazing season um, last year. Um, and yeah, he's, he's definitely someone that that the club could could get back and the fans want want back. And we definitely. we want it back. We want it back. And we're, we're speaking to it. Um, as I said, there's no there's no promises, but you know uh, it's been. Uh, productive talks and and you know uh, you still got the boys in the WhatsApp group that's probably still hounding him about his dress sense and stuff. So um, there is one. Over the years, I've seen different change of him, different characters change change of different years, different times. But I've got to say, over the last three years, three or four years, um, they've been a unit. They've been yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. The players. Um, they, that showed they, last they, season. They, that showed last season how how together. The, the, the squad was yeah. in that sense because we had such a good season last year, especially with the yeah. FA Cup run yeah. as well. Um, exactly, that's the, that's the thing that um, I've talked to you, and it's rightfully so because I would do the same. You're going to compare last season to this season. Yeah. The last season we got promoted, we had a great season, we beat Sutton, we had to match them, we, we had a great season, we fell away at the end. But I think we're only still, is it six points, seven points off the players? Yeah, we're nine points off the playoffs, but we're I, I always look at the other end and we're 12 points off the relegation yeah. zone. Yeah, you got you, so you, you we're, got we're, we're all right. Yeah, what we're trying to do, sure. yeah. we need a we could do with a couple of three or four wins, yeah. really. Oh, yeah, that's it. We can get three or four wins, then all of a sudden yeah. we're looking back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. the best part. Yeah. We want to get 50 points. Uh, we're 14 points shy of that at the moment because I don't think yeah. anyone's ever been relegated off 50 points. Yeah, that's exactly the uh, that's exactly the uh, the, the um. The way I look at it as well, yeah. sorry, I always 50 point mark is always where you yeah. get first. You get the 50 now. points, then then think above yeah. that you're building on. But we, yeah. that's what we want to do. We want to want to do it. And obviously, to get that players in, and it, it you know, what's been able enabling us to get players in is because look at the attendance and the supporters going up. Uh, it makes a massive, massive difference. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I said, it's a 20 catch 22. You as supporters, you pay your money to come in, you want to watch good football, um, you want to watch good players. Uh, but you try and speak to a player and try and convince him to come and play in front of 250 people, they don't want to know. No. It doesn't matter about the stadium, they just don't want to know. No. But the fantastic thing about our supporters and our club is, uh, whether it's 250 or 1,000, we make a noise. Our supporters yeah. make a noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and which is something that, you know, I'm never going to say stop making a noise. Mm. I might say stop fighting. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but that's you, Tom, right? Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. But, yeah, if we, if we can we control that and it's, it's, the tendencies are going up and up and up, that yeah. obviously brings in more finances. Because exactly. then, obviously, exactly, yeah. it's stuff that we, didn't, we have to set a budget over the year. So anything above that budget just helps you out for the following year. We don't mean we can go out and spend all that money and uh, yeah. we get extra money. You want to make sure that the long-term future of this football club is secure. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. doing. So, and we're doing that with your help, all the supporters' help. Every yeah. supporter, you play your part. 
when we come once, you watch on telly, um, it, it makes a massive difference. Um, you know, um, just to let you know as well, we don't, uh, obviously, when you do the live streaming, that's something that's out of our control. We don't yeah. do that. Uh, but all we get is complaints of when it goes wrong. And then we, <laughs> yeah. we, just, yeah, we just pass that on to the National League. Yeah. So that's really yeah. Yeah. I think that's usually me, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we, funny enough, so we we on that on that subject about attendances, we we me and me and Alan have been harping on about getting more and more fans in the ground and getting trying to, that difference between having seven hundred at a home game to a thousand is absolutely massive. Oh, you know, if you get over, if you start getting you know, into four figures when you're in all your home games, you, your, your 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 financial your financial clout is so much bigger and better um, going yeah. forward than it would be. When we had thirteen hundred for the uh, the game on New Year's Day, that's fantastic, really good. Jeremy's showing about the result, but uh, you know, yeah. none, none, of the, none of those supporters will be back, but never mind. Um, but the but, uh, <laughs> it's the same again. If you, how do you think they have the supporters are feeling right now? Yeah, yeah second, exactly. Second from yeah. bottom, they've got a yeah. massive bu- budget or alleged budget. I have to use the words carefully on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but they've got some fantastic signings and fantastic yeah. players. Yeah. And they're second from bottom. Yeah, yeah. So, and they played really well. They played really well against us on New Year's Day. They, you know I mean? they were, they were yeah, really good. Yeah, they were really yeah. good, yeah, and, they, really and good. they were worthy of the win. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. yeah they, they were the better. They were the better side. But I mean, they lost. They've lost uh, Mohamed Fowler, haven't they? He's gone out. He's yeah. gone out to play eyes, and that's a massive yeah. for him, really. That's yeah, and I mean, they've lost we... since he's gone out. They've lost both their games, haven't they? So they've, like, yeah. you know, I think they maybe their sort of their run sort of petered out. But on haven't I looked at the table? Three or four weeks ago, and I thought they're too far adrift. They're not going to get out of it. Yeah. No way. But then, obviously, I saw them play us, and thought, "Blimey, they they were really good." And they won. Like, they won a load of games. A couple of wins. And though, I might, they, I sort yeah. of half changed my mind, but yeah. I've, I've now gone back to what I'm thinking. I think they are too far adrift. I think they're. Well, I had a bet with Derek Chapman. Um, I said, "Yeah, you, you won't finish in the bottle for a while. I'll give you a, a bottle of decent wine on it." And he said, "I'll tell you what, we don't finish in the bottle, bottle for a while. I'll buy you a case." This sort of um, kind of things that, that you do without you know taking any any plaudits of things. I always feel like sometimes you should you should maybe you know say uh, you know well, tell people what we've done and stuff. Yeah, if you start believing the hype and stuff like that in yourself, that's when I think you can take your eyes off the ball. Um, because you notice, I always say we or yeah. us. Yeah. Um, everyone says to me, "Oh, you need a chairman. You need to give with a boat and everything else." But you also need a fantastic crew uh, as well. And without the volunteers and the people that help us, there isn't a football club. And then when I say the people that help us, 
you the supporters help us you yeah. come in you, you you pay your tickets you come in you buy a drink Tom hope you're over 18 um, <laughs> you buy a drink yeah and you buy your burgers and your food and you so secondary spend um, you buy your 50-50 stuff um, stuff like that which goes towards fast which it, it all helps the club and yeah. what we do with fast is any of you supporters that um, you know it's only cost £10 a year um, to join up you do that and if you want to go and watch the live stream at the club it's free yeah. Uh, because fast pay for it all. Um, so straight away, instead of paying five pounds to watch it at the club, you pay ten pounds a year's membership, and you've got that's it, free free large screen down the club for the whole season. Um, but all that stuff, fast will they run up, they save all their money, and at the moment they keep coming up to us saying that we've got a bit of money in the, the account here. So um, what do you want us to spend it on? And we're saying we'll just keep it. Whereas before. It might have been taken and used for something else. Mm. We've um, we want to make sure that um, if we've got a job to do and fast are going to do the money, give the money, we let them pay for it and, and organise it so they know whatever money they've been made by the supporters is being used for that yeah. scheme, yeah. and it's not yeah. going into anyone's pockets or being spent on players or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it's important to know that if you donate some money, the money you donate is going for the right reasons. Which is what um, we do. So Gary Ward is the chairman of the Fast Board. Um, he's approachable. Um, you know, he's more than open. They have a, a monthly meeting as well. Um, talk about their finances and projects and stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's a. I've got. I've only got four things to mention. Um, so I don't. If you want to have a, a question and answer session, um, you can uh, get, carry on. So. Yeah. Well, I would, I would just before we do that, yeah, we would definitely we've got some questions definitely to go for. But this is why I mean, uh, uh, the, the the lads, uh, Alan and Tom, always take the piss out of me for buying five burgers at the burger bar. But it's because I'm trying to give the money to the party. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, you know, that's what it's all I've about. I've had a few burgers there. So it's fine. Either way, and we share the same burgers. Yeah. And, and he can't Alan, I mean, I mean, personally, Alan's too tight to buy them or buy the baby things on the diet, etc. But it's not that. Yeah, but if I buy a pint in the platinum now, he's fine. Whatever you spend money on at the club, yeah. whatever the profit margin is on that item, it yeah. goes into the club. Yeah. So, yeah, see. Uh, that, you know, so we, we, we're grateful for everyone that buys everything, really. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll remind yeah, yeah, Dan yeah, yeah, that's, that's all good, yeah. But it doesn't, Simon, it doesn't mean that you have to buy 10 burgers in one game. <laughs> yeah, no, it, no, I don't buy them at the same time. It's just five in one half, five in the second half. That's fine. Yeah, I have to, you have to, you have to, you know, space things out a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long as you enjoy yeah. it, that's the main thing. <laughs> no, Roy exactly, always tells exactly. me. Roy always tells me they're going, they're going to go off and don't buy them. So you know, I'm not doing this. I hate, I hate to see waste. It's one every ten minutes and one for half time. Uh, right, so I have got I have got one I have one question. I've got two questions actually from uh, from a fan that messaged into us on Twitter. Um, he what, his first question is: uh, Have the have the club got any plans or considering any plans uh, on the three G pitch? Now I know that there was some sort of talk a little quite a while ago about uh, plans with um, that were sort of might have been I don't know if they were scuppered by Rushmore Borough Council about installing a three G um. pitch. No, I can tell you that we um we're looking at it. As, mm. uh, you know, there's, there's no definite, no definite yes yeah. or no at the moment. Um, so it's not me just blowing smoke. Um, you have to look at the everyone we speak to. We speak to everyone that's got three G pictures to yeah. see what the revenue stream is. Yeah. Um, we even haven't speaking to haven't. I think they're after they 
everyone like your highs it out and everything else and the wear and tear you used to pay for and stuff like that. I think they make about £160,000 profit. Um, but what you've got to remember is, uh, so if you make £160,000 over 10 years, that's £1.6 million. But it's going to cost you half of that to put it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So therefore, in 10 years, your profit margin then goes down to 800000 yeah. In ten years, so it's over ten years. That means that's eighty thousand a year. Yeah. Profit. Yeah. And you know, so you have to weigh everything up, and it's um, then you've got to be guaranteed to get that money. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got to source it out, and where the club situated, you've got the college next door, you've got the coke little three G pitches. Um, are we going to be able to do that, and are we going to be able to get enough interest to rent it out as much as we want it? Exactly. And not just yeah. rent it to our own teams, where we yeah. have to charge our own teams to use it yeah. to get the revenue. So you weigh everything up. So it's not a case of um, it's something that we're definitely not looking at. Um, and when it, if say so when if we do do it, um, it won't be one of the cheap ones either, uh, because you don't want a nasty plastic no. pitch with the balls bouncing and yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. you can't yeah. play football on it. Um, yeah. So to answer that. It's not a definite no, and it's not a definite yes, but it's something that we are we're looking into. We're looking at everything. You can't make a quick decision on it because at the end of the day, it's going to cost us over half a million pounds sure. to pay for it. So you've got to weigh and think up, think right. Yeah, what I think else the, um, can I spend that money on. Yeah, I, th- I think the initial outlay I think is around about a sort of ballpark things about six hundred thousand initial outlay. Yeah. Yeah, but the and then you've got then you've got the sort of the general maintenance and upkeep of it is about about half or 25% or of what a grass pitch normally is throughout the season. So yeah. you kind of get a little bit of money back that way. But like you say, if you haven't got the revenue stream to actually um, uh, it, yeah. uh, rent, it, rent, yeah. rent yeah. it as much as you want to rent it, then yeah. you, have to think, you have to think about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a... Yeah, you, know, you, you have to, to look at the whole picture. Yeah. Because everyone yeah. looks at it. So all they look at is the revenue stream. That's makes £160,000. But that's, yeah. you know, and then by the time, you have to renew it after 10 years. Yeah. Uh, you got the wear and tear and everything, the cost of maintenance and stuff, and uh, um, it's, it's it's there's a lot involved in it. It's not just a simple case. And the thing is, we have been looking and we've been looking, and you know, there's foundations out there that will pay part of it and things like that. So we've been doing our homework on it. I'm not, I'm, I can't sit here and I, I said to you, if you ask me a question, if I can answer, I will. That we've been looking at it, but at this precise moment in time. Um, I'd say for definite with grass next year, um, and then uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to be a dick. I guess year, as well, you have to. You have to we, me and Simon have said this uh, before as well. You have to look into the future with it as well, because obviously, if we are looking at going further in the leagues, and then eventually, as, you know, God forbid, if we get into the the EFL League Two, then you're going to have to you're looking yeah. at ripping it up. Yeah, and then if you come heavily uh, reliant on your revenue for the 3D pitch, that's your revenue stream gone straight away. You know, so it's the case. And what you've got to remember as well is, this is what I think, and this is my personal thoughts, um, not the club, this is mine, but if you invest too much money onto that side of things, the the 3D pitch and the the maintenance and stuff like that, to me, you're taking your eye off the actual club itself. And the supporters and everything else within the community trust and the mini kickers and the women's team. So it, all the focus will be turned, your head will be turned, and it'll all be going towards the three G pitch. Yeah. Uh, and as supporters, some you're going to be divided. Some will say that's fantastic, and other no, stay on grass. But you know, and then when you 
as you said, we just spoke there about the uh, maintenance and the costs and everything. You have to weigh everything up and think: is it um, is it doable? Is it um, practical? Is it something that we can sustain in a long period of time? Mm. And as you've rightly touched on, um, I was over Sutton, and you don't get relegated. Um, yeah, they, mm. they lost all their revenue stream that they used to get up there. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably have a parachute payment, uh, but it's not going to be as much as the revenue stream that they had. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's um, it's just one of them. There's a lot. There's a lot involved. So to answer that question, as I said, um, it's something we've looked at, but no final decisions have been made uh, whether it is because we speak to supporters as well. You sure, know, we, yeah. we speak to you. We take on board what the supporters say, uh, and uh, before a decision is made, I'm pretty sure that. Um, We'll probably have a forum or something and just say, look, this is something that we're looking at and try and gauge the uh, response from you lot as supporters. So, I, mean, I, I, I personally think the uh, 3G, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of 3G pitches. I think they're a great idea, <laughs> but, but you know, a proper decent one is a really, really good idea. But obviously, Alan, Alan is, is not a fan. So, you know, I think I think yeah. that's the kind of that's the kind of um, 50-50 kind of element you'll have, I think, with fans. Chalk and cheese. Yeah. 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 I just think, I just think a, play, a, a, club, a club in our position, so close to the National League and yeah. so close to the League Two, it, yeah. personally, it probably doesn't make sense to, to have it because we could put it in and then we could conceivably get two promotions in two years up, and yeah. we have to rip it up again and, then, and spend more money yeah. to, to, take it, to take it up. I think yeah. in that, well, in that well, instance, well, you'd, you'd take, well, you'd take a few postponed games, wouldn't you? Over, yeah. over. Well, I'll ask this question: If we was if we was able to get a lot of funding towards it, so it didn't cost the club a lot of money, and we were able, we got into a position to actually purchase a three G pitch, and then if we got ripped up, if, you know, if we got into the EFL, and it didn't have a major impact on the club, what would your thought be on that? I think, well, I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I'd we'd go for it, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I mean. I'm only asking this, you know, and yeah. it's not. I'd go for it or anything. It's one yeah. of them ones where you have to weigh everything up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can honestly say this now: if there's a grant or anything out there for anything, um, but the football clubs are entitled to, we 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 go for every grant there is and stuff like that. So it keeps costs out, and we're doing things the right way. Yeah. Um, now, knowing the people that I know and um, the national league and being the next director of the southern league, um, I, I speak to a lot of chairmen and lots of it, and. Um, Sometimes we'll have a conversation. If I mention something, they might have known of something that could help us out. So, which then they give us information, which saves the club money in the long run. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, which is what we do. And instead, we're not going to put this way. We're not going to invest loads of money on a three G pitch to find out that the club ain't got that money and it gets bankrupt again. Exactly. That's yeah, uh, exactly. going to happen. No. So. Uh, no. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. No, that's really good. Yeah. Um, so the, the other question that you had was. Uh, which I think is a bit it's a bit out there, but I think it's quite a good one. Uh, he is uh, asked if there was any um, uh, idea or initiative to install some sort of safe, uh, safe standing uh, area directly behind the goal in the PRE stand, um, because it, he think he thinks that because um, obviously like fans like to stand behind the, the opposition the, op- the, yeah. the opposition goal where they can cheer yeah. cheer cheer the goals go in celebrate with the with the players when they come running over at the minute you've got that over on the on the on the corner in the, in the John O'Hara stand yeah. okay. you've got all the fans gather up and then the, the fans go over there and celebrate um, and he suggested that maybe creating some sort of safe standing area directly behind the goal so but that obviously means oh. taking up a yeah. load of chairs yeah in between the two sort of uh, exits, yeah. yeah 
yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's just an, an area where, yeah, so you could create like a terrace in, obviously, and, and so yeah. people, fans can stand there, and then and, and they can stand there behind behind the goal when when we're, we're attacking that end, and um, and they can easily celebrate with the fans uh, with the players, sorry, uh, when we score goals. Right, as you can see, I'm jotting this down. <laughs> uh, right, no, because the thing is, the one thing I've always said uh, is, you got a question. If I don't know the answer to that, I won't lie yeah. about it. Uh, what I would do is go off and get an answer for you. I think it's a good idea. No, it's it's obviously it's, it's obviously an idea that's going to cost a, a fair bit of money because it, it well, means fitting. To be fair, um, all we got to do is um, if we take the chairs out, okay, we can maybe put the chairs in somewhere else uh, to give them another seating area. Because yep. it's, it's nuts and bolts and moving the frames and maybe mm-hmm. putting them down the far end or where we got it down the other side, where the 19 yards is. We've we already spoke to the 19 yards and the previous ones and God bless the ones in the life. They don't want that to be seated. They want, it, they want that to be standing. That's yep. why we haven't even entered uh, the idea of putting seats in there. We spoke to them a few years ago and they said no, they wanted to remain seated. Um, Standing, which is what we've done. Yeah. So maybe we could put some seats down the other end. Yeah. Uh, and same again, maybe if we put seats either ends of that, so there's the middle section yeah. behind the yeah, goal could be yeah, yeah. yeah. um, It's something that we definitely I can bring up at the next board meeting for you. And uh, it's definitely a question that I'm going to ask the club. Uh, but I think it's fantastic because whenever you go away, you see there's a big mob of people behind the goals, yeah. Yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. cheering on. Yeah. Whereas when it comes to the PRE, we're at the 19 yarders, all yeah. the people in the seats, it's not the same yeah, yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. So when they score a goal, instead of running behind the goal, they immediately turn to the left, one to the side. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was his point. Yeah. Was, his point was to, to try and create that uh, better atmosphere um, yeah. when the goals go Yeah, in. so like, but down the other end, we saw it in that end, yeah. everyone comes to yeah, the front, yeah, exactly. everyone yeah. and that, which is fantastic. But uh, as you can see, look, Penn, uh, uh, <laughs> Father Penn, by the way, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Is, uh, and the question that's, is, a, that's a good 50p worth of pen that uh, standing in the pre stand right? okay i'm reading it down and uh, whoever asked that question tell them it's a good question i can tell you who asked that that was uh, dave well, i think uh, tom am i right his his handle on twitter is massive yeah it's not wrong there he, he, that's a, a, a very good question uh dave um thank you for that um and, and yeah, well answered on yeah. Go on, Tom. Tom's up next. Go on in, Tom. Uh, I was I was reflecting and thinking, and I remember a video that sticks out of my head is the message you gave out just before the Hayes and Yedding playoff final, and specifically the phrase you used, there's a buzz around the club again. Yeah. It got me thinking, that season, very successful season, and anything since, what sort of moments have highlighted the, the, the sort of the progress and the rising trajectory of the club, especially in your, as it was, Given the COVID and the double relegation, but the best part of your time for me, um, I, I think that's an easy one for me to answer. Uh, obviously, you got your promotions and stuff like that. Now, when um, we obviously got promoted, we beat Bedford, was it Bedford? No, Barton, wasn't it? Barton, yeah. three 0 Barton, uh, then we go into the um, Southern Prem. Then we get Hayes and Yeni. Now, God bless his soul, Andy Smart. Right, 50 years he supported Farm before. Mm, 50 yeah. years, that's it. Well done, Tom. 50 years, right? And I went, we were on the phone, Sam Deering scores the goal, so we're hanging on for a few minutes. So I went and stood next to Andy Smart. And literally, when that final whistle went, I said, I'm out to Andy Smart. And uh, Chris Payne was there as well. We started crying. 
we started crying, right? Because the reason being, it was one of Andy Smart's happiest moments. But then when I looked around and looked at all our supporters, young and old, celebrating, people crying in the supporters, I thought, you know what? That's the only moment that I've... There have been loads of real great moments, but that's the one that really does stick out for me. I looked at that and I went, that's why I do this job. Yeah. Um, it's not for money. <laughs> don't, yeah. I don't get paid. Right? It's not for money. Um, but to see the happiness in their eyes, the kids and family, that's when you look at it and think, yeah, it's well worth having all these negative days mm. just to have one moment like that. Yeah. So that there was absolutely fantastic. And, and Andy Smart was absolutely brilliant. And, you know, we cry and we're hugging each other. And this is two great men crying, hugging each other. Right? And he's sort of like, you won. You ain't lost, you won. But it just meant so much to me. And I could see it meant so much to him. And it meant so much to you lot. Yeah. Um, that to me was like, you know what? I don't think I'll ever, unless we get promoted into league football, I don't think I'll ever feel that much. This is what I thought. I don't think I'd ever feel that happy again. Yeah. yeah. Then, then we went to Sun. <laughs> yeah. We played Sun. Yeah. 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 So... And um, on this season, this was the last season that Andy Smart was alive. We went to Sutton, and um, something again, the support was fantastic. It was a fantastic day. Francis and Michael scoring the goals. Yeah. And um, my son was in there with you, with the supporters. I was actually in there. I didn't go into the hospitality, I came in the way. And I'm sitting there with my son. And when I looked around and saw everyone happy, Everyone mm. smiling, everyone cheering, and I sort of looked round and um, saw my son, and my son was there with three of his mates, and they're hugging each other and stuff yeah. like that. That's when you get you get the proud dad moment again, because uh, my son's there. My son come up to me and said, "Dad, you, you're doing a fantastic job, and these are fantastic people at this club." Right, like, that's the first time he said that, and even though I've been there for twelve years because he's he was smaller when he used to come, but he actually saw how much it meant to everyone. Yeah, and he said yeah. to me, um. You know, when you have a bad day, just remember the good times. He said, and remember all them smiling faces that you've seen, and uh, which we did. And then obviously, then we got to Wrexham. So <laughs> it's sort of like you're thinking, it's the three that probably stand up for you. And Wrexham was just out of this world. The experience was fantastic. Our support was legendary. Oh. Half time in their boardroom, and I'll say this now, they said to us, apart from, I think it's Notts County and yeah. Oldham. We're the best supported club that have been there really? for a number of years because we didn't yeah. stop singing. We enjoyed it and uh, it was nil-nil at half-time. Yeah. And they, we got in there and said, bloody hell, you know, we're lucky to still be in the game. They yeah. were honest people. Yeah. And afterwards, I had a chat with Phil Parkin and uh, I had a photo taken with him. And he said, you must be proud of not only your players and the managers, but your supporters as well. He said, your club has done this so, you know, outstanding today. Everything they've done. I said, they make me proud every time I, I, I turn up a farmer, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. This is them on the normal day, and, mm. um, which, which it is. And then going to the end of last season, um, we get St Albans away. We lose two yeah, yeah, I was I, I watched the whole game with Andy Smart. It's the last ever game he got to watch farmer. And he came up to me and he said, do you know what? I've been supporting farmer for 50 years. 50 years he said and I can honestly say now three of the best five moments supporting this club you have given me since you've been chairman um, 
and that that means a hell of a lot because you know they played Arsenal, they played West Ham, you know these one yeah. playoffs, kind of, they've done everything. He said, um, and um, when we sadly went to his funeral, his widow stood up and Phil Hughes, all the comedians uh, were all there, all walking around with farmer badges on and, and stuff, and um, the widow, his widow, turned around to me and said, uh, "Well, turned around to the." Basically, the whole the whole church and said, Andy's dream is a lifelong farmer fan. But Andy's dream was to do live commentary on live football. He said, and farmer made his dream come true. So then he came out to me and Beth, his we there, and she said, I thank everyone at Farmer for making Andy's dream come true. And that that hit me. It just it went straight through me. It was like a chill, and it was like mm. it's fantastic. But and I tried to speak. But I was like a blubbering wreck. Uh, so I passed over to Ben. And then when I was speaking to people, I said, and then they, I said, that's, that, that's what Farmer is. That's what it does to you as a supporter. And he loved, and every yeah. time he went away, he'd be in, uh, I don't know, Iraq or something like that. And he'd be listening, trying to tune in to see what um, the Farmer school was. He'd be on the side of the stage and then someone would be doing an act and all of a sudden he'd be, yes, get in there, Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were sort of, um, renowned everywhere around the world because of Andy Smart, and um, that's my that's my you know apart from being becoming champ a farmer, um, which is a very proud honour, which yeah. you know I don't take lightly, that's for sure. Um, they're, they're key moments, but every weekend and every time I see even at Hemel, even Hemel saying bloody, oh, you've got some knock supporters there, and they're coming all this way in these conditions. You know, there's probably 40, 50 there or something. I think there and, was, um, yeah, yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, and it was like, and they were even shocked with that. And then I said to them, that's, that's this, this, this club, that's what this club does to you. It's, yeah. uh, once it gets into your skin, it's hard to get out. It is. And it's, it um, it's, it's one of them. Yeah, we, we live, everyone lives and dies farmer. And you're doing it because you've got the fantastic support. You know, yeah. whatever's gone on before, and um, I can't possibly uh, talk about um, because obviously I wasn't there. But since I come to Farber and um, for the first meet, I met on a Wednesday uh, in the car park. I met Roger, we was the old kit man. Give us a kit, give us the Farber kit. And uh, I didn't want to take it off, mate. I was yeah. so proud to be associated with Farber. Mm. And it was like, you know, and I still get buzzed now. And for example, um, I went to uh, no games the weekend. So I went to watch Uptridge play Chelsea. And. Um, one of my friends is um, sort of chair, well, two of the friends are chairman of Chelsea, but I've known him for years. As we went to walk in, he said, yeah, Come in with me. Went to the side gate and said, Is it what my friend comes in? He's the chairman of Farmer. And the fellow looked at me and he said, What the hell are you doing down here? And I said, Well, I've just come to, there's no games. And, he's, and then the first thing he said after when I went in was, Have you got any players for us? <laughs> so straight away, I'm thinking, Oh, we used to play, we used to play against him. And um, he's thinking, Well, or teams in that, that league and uh, and now we've <laughs> become the bigger team again. Yeah. We don't act like the bigger team, but everyone's looking up to us again. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a massive thing. Yeah. We don't look yeah. at ourselves that, but it's, it's just amazing. The achievement that this club has done it, since I've been chairman is um, is outstanding. And as much as we try and operate and put things into places, Without the supporters, mate, it'd be yeah, nothing. Yeah, it'd be exactly, stadium, yeah. and there'd be no passion there, and we'll have a side playing, which wouldn't mean nothing. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think me, me and me and Simon have supported the club for 
for a long, long time. So we were probably like sort of like ten or eleven, twelve yeah. years old. Well, I, yeah. Well, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the West Ham game. I went. I actually went to that game. I, mean, I got in for the last ten minutes um, <laughs> with my dad because my dad was always late when we were late again. So uh, well, I went to that game, and I also went to the yeah, Arsenal game. Arsenal I queued game, up, yeah. queued up, queued up around the car park, got got tickets for that. Uh, so that was really good, and also the the Barton Rovers playoff with with we had Jamie yeah. Curriton and all yeah. the pitch afterwards. So the Barry Cole, yeah, been yeah. to all the. I'm 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 a glory glory fan. I've been to all the big games. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, and obviously, and, and also the uh, the Hayes and Yedlin playoff final as well. We we got tickets for that when so we took Alan's nephew with us as well. Yeah, so, he loved it. He, he's, he's, he's yeah, because because of that game, he's become a uh, he's become a sort he's of been, lifelong yeah, Borough fan now, isn't he? So, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a little... I mean, he keeps saying he supports Aston Villa these days. <laughs> we're, we're not that out of him. We're not that out of him. Well, and what was your average attendance then, roughly, when you went, say, in the new seasons, do you think? Well, you... We, under, the, under sort of the old uh, well, the West Ham game, I don't know, God knows, I think you used to go to that many home games. I think I was only maybe uh, eight or nine years old then, so I can't remember. But uh, when, where the, when obviously the Barton game, playoff match, we, were, we, we got... Well, about two thousand for that one, I think. Yeah, which is pretty decent. Um, and we were getting uh, under. I remember. I remember it at the Arsenal match. We obviously we took seven thousand to that. Yeah. Um, and we were getting averagely. Uh, we under the Wesley days, we were we were getting sort of uh, two and a half, three for the games. I think that around that time. Right. Um, because yeah, so it's, we're we're sort of about. I think we we obviously we we nowadays we're we're sort of a. a uh, one one league less than we were when 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 Graham Wesley was in charge. We were we were going through. A but you say start. that? Can but, I just can I just point something out? Mm. I don't know whether you thought about this or not. But when you was in the national league, there was also a division three. Yeah, true. The yeah. EFL. Yeah. 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 So really and truly, if you work it out that way, they're only the division two now. Um, because you had Division 4, didn't you? It went yeah, down yeah. from Division 1, 2, 3 and 4. Yeah, so, yeah. it's one of them. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's one, it's one of them. Um, so, you, you think about it, but then you can look at the other side and say, well, actually, there was three leagues there because the Premiership's gone off by itself. That's mm. a different whole new thing. So, instead of having leagues 1, 2, 3 and 4, you've got a Championship now as well, yeah. which is sort of separated yeah. from leagues 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. So, where you would have had the leagues 1, 2 and 3, now you've got the National League, which yeah. the EFL would love to go back into the EFL, but then it makes it harder for the National League to yeah. get the big clubs and get the sponsorship deals and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's that's all the politics of football. That's what a lot of meetings are not going to tomorrow. But look, I think yeah. the thing is, you've been in sports and you've, you've said it and I've said it as well. If we can grow the numbers of supporters, all that's going to do is benefit the, the club yeah. as a whole. Yeah, I'd say the whole. It's not going to line anyone's pockets. What it's going to do is it's going to help maintain that we continue to grow, which is what you know we want to do. That's what we ask the supporters to do. Yeah. With with the um, women's teams coming on and stuff like that, you know there is an expense to run them. If that doesn't, you know, you have to pay for them to get in the league or pay the training stuff. We've got training facilities for them. Um, you know, and track suits, kits, and sponsorship. We've got a bit of sponsorship, but we still need a bit more for them. Yeah. Um, obviously, then you've got the community trust, which is trying to do things for the community. Um, with regards to the, they've got the comedy night coming on, which obviously on the 16th of February, uh, we want to try and get as many people to that as possible. Um, you know, it give you a good chance to meet everyone as well for the sports that do come along. Mm. I'll be there. Uh, I just imagine Rob would be there. 
Spencer would probably be there. The players would be there. Yeah. So it would be a good opportunity to get to meet people on the social side as well. And at the same time, it's raising money for the community trust. So, yeah. you know, which is what you want to try and do. So it's um, it, it all boils down to sort of like um, bums on seats, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Which is, But it's one of them, we're growing. We're yeah, going. We, yeah. if we continue to grow, yeah. then we definitely, we definitely have seen in the last couple of seasons, last two or three seasons, we definitely have seen a vast, a, a good improvement uh, in in attendances, especially. They're, they're steadily growing and growing, uh, which is good to see because obviously, that, like you say, that puts more money into the back into the club. Yeah. Yeah. You, you say that, you know, but I, I was actually a little bit, this, uh, at the start of this season, I was actually a little bit disappointed with some of our attendances and some of our home games, to be fair. At the start of the season, I was I went to quite a few of those games, obviously, just watching Pavey banging them in. And yeah. I was thinking, you know, well, we're doing really well here, but we're only getting sort of seven, 800, which is rubbish. Yeah. You know, some of the, And one of the games I went to, we only had 550. Yeah, it's a midweek match, but I was thinking that's that's really poor. And it made me a bit annoyed because you think to yourself, do you know what? There's people like yourself, Simon, who are putting their time and effort in all, every day. And it's not, it's, it's every day with you, isn't it? It's 24 hours a day, there's no stopping. You know what I mean? There's lots lots of volunteers. People don't get, as you say, don't get paid. They only get their expenses, if that sometimes, you know, giving up their time. And, and you get rewarded with 500 people at a home game. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. And, the, and but, the most annoying thing as well with that aspect is we're supporters as well. Yeah. So yeah. where you all go, and I know Tom gets upset when we lose, um, we do as well. And the, so do the players. It's Tom Foes in there, but like, oh, he was yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, um, he's, he's back now. <laughs> He's itching to get down the pub, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So what we what we do as players and managers and that when we were, when we play away from home, uh, obviously we're, we're long journey, so it's Taunton or whatever. On the way back, uh, we're all constantly on the phone to each other, talking about the game and out. You know, it's always as it is for you when you're coming back from Taunton and you've been beaten. It's a hell of a long journey back and yeah. back, and a miserable journey as well. Um, yeah. You know, we share that with you. We we not don't think for one second we've lost it and yeah. we suddenly switch it off and don't worry about it. It's um, Spencer won't sleep. Um, he'll be go he'll lock himself in the room. He will be going over all the facts and all the videos and all the information on all the players for the next opponent. He hates losing, Spencer. Yeah. He hates losing. You know, I'm I'm just looking forward because I um I did it years ago. Um, I'm not sure if you, you were aware, but you know when we went 16 months without the way victory. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually we actually beat Met Police away from home. Yeah. And um, I got home that night and I spoke to Kevin and Phil and that. I said, right, I've had a Cuban cigar on hold and I would not smoke it until we won that away game. <laughs> so I went in the back garden and it wasn't exactly the warmest night with a brandy <laughs> and a big Cuban cigar and I'm sitting there and just having a drink and my missus walked in and said, what the hell are you doing? I said, love, <laughs> we finally won away from home. So it cracked open the Cuban cigar. Because um, that's, that's how much it means. It, yeah. it, it meant so, yeah, you know, nobody yeah. likes losing. And, um, you know, we all, we all love, you know, we want to win. And the thing is, when, you, when the boys go out there, like Tuesday night, I thought they were very unfortunate to lose. Um, you know, fantastic first half, had chances in the second half. Um, questionable about whether it was offside for the first, but then there's a scuff shot that went into the second. And you're thinking, you can't, you never, losing is never easy, but you can sort of take that rather than turn up and just get bollocks for 90 minutes and lose. That's that's hard to take as as ball as players and us. But um, we feel it as much as you you boys, without a shadow of a doubt. And uh, yeah, it's uh, just letting you know that we're not just, some clubs 
and some owners yeah don't even, turn up to, don't even turn up to the games no it's pretty yeah. it's pretty clear to 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 us three and to i think to every fan that, that does turn up that it's clear to everybody that that you, you guys do care um and you and you're just like you're, you know like you say you're, you're a fan at the end of the day as well yeah. and you want the team to do well and you want the team to win and you want the team to progress and it, and it hits you where it hits us when 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 things aren't going right Massively, when well, uh, you probably see the uh, Facebook videos and stuff. When I was on holiday, we played Wingate and Finchley. On yeah. the, we had them on the Sunday, didn't we? And we yeah. drew. Yeah, the FA Cup. Then yeah, we to, then, yeah, then we had to replay. Yeah. Now I'm sitting in the car beer, and we drew nil nil, and I'm like, Mr. Gunn, we're going to go back to the room. Gonna... No, no, yeah, I've got to have a couple of beers. <laughs> why, why is that wrong? Farmer just drew. What do you mean they drew? And then when I was over there by the pool, I met some Mason supporters and stuff like that. And they said, what's happening now? So we've got a replay Tuesday. I had about seven people sat around listening to the radio of our game when we beat them at 6-1. And every time a goal came in, they're, they're still cheering and stuff like that. So I'm there with my father and and everything. And there was Maidstone. Funny enough, there was actually all the shop people, the family there, on the same um, result as us. And, uh, but it was cheering. But then it just made us, so proud, made us so proud. You know, I'm sitting there thinking... It's fantastic because obviously we all start talking about football as you do when you're having a beer and stuff. I told him where I was and uh, I was associated with Farber. And then it just so happened that I was walking, I think, to the pool and some fellow come up to his tour of and went, you got something to do with Farber? And my missus went, I'm just walking. And I went, <laughs> sort of. And he went, yeah. I said, why is that? He said, oh, we'll, me and my dad are all shot fans. I went, oh, all right, you go over um, <laughs> And then... Uh, he went, no, yeah. I said, John, the chairman, he said, no way. He went, yeah. He said, can I have my picture taken? It's normally me that asks other people, but um, he asked if he could have his picture taken, so he can go and show his dad that he'd just been met the farmer chairman around by the beach. And then, yeah, like, yeah. for that moment, I, I, that's the only time he saw me, put it away. I saw him again, but that's the only time yeah. he saw me. Um, I said, come on, let's go left, he's coming right now. But it's, um, it, it's, it, it does, it makes you proud. It's a proud football club, it's a fantastic football club. Um, which is why we've got to make sure that we do things right, and that's with your help as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've got I've got one Thank more you. one last one last question before we let you go. So, um, sure, we, uh, obviously, it's, it's, again, it's from um, it's via Dave, but it's also something I wanted to ask as well. Um, <laughs> he's basically put that um, what's the long term ambition for the club going forward? Is it is it to get into the EFL, uh, which would obviously be fantastic? Uh, but he, if Dave feels it feels it's it currently feels quite a way off at the minute. That that kind of ambition. Um, right. So, where, where, what's the what's the what's the ambition of the club and the, no, and the, the targets? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what we think because obviously people are going to make their own minds up about what we think anyway. Everyone does about clubs, but um, that's not bad by the way. Um, we we got all excited when we was in playoffs last year. Yeah, we had a board meeting and it was decided that we potentially looked at different avenues and different ways to go. Now, one of them was. If we would go up for that year, it would be tough. But with the extra revenue you're going to get from the football and stuff like that, that's something that we wanted to do last year. We wanted to do last year. Um, so that tells you what we have, we've got ambition to definitely go up to the next round, mm -hmm. into the next league. Um, what being realistically, uh, when you go up into the next level, you've got teams like Maiden it, uh, Worldstone. They've been in that league for what twelve years, fifteen years. Very mm, yeah. uh, rarely come down, but uh, they always stay in there. The first target is to make sure that you're, you you remain in that league and you get the TV and stuff. 
for the people that are running the club at the moment, I want to be in the Premiership. Not about the EFL. <laughs> I want to be in the Premiership. I want to be. I want to do. I want to pass Wrexham. I really want them. Us looking at me and going, Wrexham move. That's what. I, that's what I really would like to do. Um, and that's what we want to do. We want to go as high as we can. There is ambition there with the club. But at the same time, because of this, we inherited the historical problems. We have to be real. Um, you know, it, mate. If we had three thousand people turning up every day, every game, that would help benefit the club by investing heavier on the the, the pitch, basically, um, and not have to worry about the revenue for the utility bills and things like that. Because if there's no game on, and there's no this is why Taunton, um, I mean, I know Kevin, the chairman, Taunton quite well. I'm, I'm pretty sure you won't uh, mind me telling you this, but um, they didn't have a home fixture in December. Yeah. Okay. But the players, so that's still needed paying. Yeah. And they all got paid the wages, and he actually topped it up. And the only thing they didn't get paid was the expenses, um, which they referred to January. Um, now, if we went up into the National League and that happened to us, the wages would be a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Which means there'll be a lot more to, for us to put aside. And at the same time, if we go up and we get an attendance of 1,300, mm. that's not that, won't buy it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not, uh, to answer Dave's question, is we want to be in, we want to be, because we want to be in, we want to be in the National League first and foremost, and then see if we can compete in, in the top half yeah. uh, and then get to the EFL. Of course yeah. you can. There's nothing to say we can't do it. Yeah. You know, you look, Sutton have done it. Yeah. Sutton, when I first came, to Farber, Sutton was in our league. Beastly yeah. were in our league. Uh, Bourne Wood were in our league. Yeah. Um, we played all their teams, and uh, there's nothing to say that we can't do what they've done and even surpass it. So the ambition is to progress this club as far as we we can, possibly can. And at the same time, I'm pretty sure Rob won't mind me saying this, but we won't suddenly just hand it off to someone that's just going to then undo everything that we've done. Yeah. Because you want to make sure yeah. that in football, look at Reading. The chances are whether they're going to be in the combined counties or something like that, you know, yeah. by the time yeah. this best goes out. Even clubs like Man City, yeah. you know, Nottingham Forest, Everton, where they've mismanaged funds, it's, it comes to bite them. Where yeah. we can't do that. Yeah. We simply can't do it. You know, I'd like to go find all the big players and put out a sign that are on a thousand pounds a game. But straight away, that's like, you're talking, that's 11,000 pounds straight away just for one game. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you do the math, which is, is just to break it down simple, say if you've got a thousand people, now um, chances are fifty of them have got season tickets. Um, maybe one hundred and fifty uh, with concessions and kids uh, are free or a reduced rate. So you're talking, say, if you said eight hundred pounds, average out at ten pounds. That's that's eight, eight uh, yeah. So you get eight hundred. Say for instance, that's eight thousand pounds. Yeah, that's that's your but that's your budget without paying any utility bills. Yeah, uh, so that's what you get. So you got to take your match fees out of that, your electricity for your lights, uh, and things like that. The match fees on average are about five hundred pounds initially, because it's travel expenses and everything else. Uh, so straight away that gets it down to sort of like six thousand, something yeah. something like that before yeah. you cover it. Um, then you've got six thousand, uh, which is probably the average. Player budget is anywhere obviously, between six and eight thousand pounds a week. Uh, some of them, as we all know, are paying a hell of a lot more than that, and they're below us in the league. So, um, if you do it on the sums that we are at the moment, it's um, 
we're realists. We 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 want to be in the next league. That's why we keep harping on. If we was, as you said before, if you got two thousand people in it, yeah, every week, then chances are we could push on and we could get in there a lot sooner than what you know sooner rather than later, really. But it's more important that the people know that the long term future of this football club is in good hands, and we're ambitious. We are ambitious. The same. As I said, yeah, we've got meetings going on. We've got a meeting going on this week. I've got meetings tomorrow. Um, we, we, we've got loads of stuff going on, uh, which um, supporters will be the first to know once it's once it's finalised. You know, it's because same again. Um, I don't want to give anyone false hope. I never never have to. Um, you know, and say, look, you know, we've got Richard Branson who wants to buy the club. You know, he's going to invest loads of money, and then when it comes down to it, he don't sign. Yeah. You know, because then it makes me look stupid yeah, as well. Yeah. Not and, and Richard Branson really stupid, but um, it's one of them where um, we want to do things the right way. And at, at the end of the day, um, it's you, the supporters. You know, we we need you more than most now. We want you to, you know, if you can bring a mate along to each one, you know, every other game or something, then that yeah. thousand or thirteen hundred will get to fifteen hundred all of a sudden. Yeah. And as you know, you get someone along to come to Farmer for the first time, they want to come back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. want to come back. I can, I can confirm that of about 15 of my friends. There you go. See, now I've got a cousin uh, in Liverpool, and he listens and watches live streams every day. And I, 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 I did ask him a question. I said, um, you, uh, you actually pay to live stream the game up in Liverpool? And he went, I'm a scouser, I don't pay for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. And then when they listen, they listen to. Um, and uh, wherever he works, and he's, he's he's got they got bars and stuff like that as well up there, and they put it on the bar, and they put the live stream on the bar and stuff That's like really. that. So it's being broadcast all around Liverpool and stuff. My brother's in just above Chicago. He listens to it and tries to live stream it over there as well. So it's over in, in America as well. Yeah. Uh, ben can see tuning who's listening and stuff. We have people from all around the world listening. One of my friends has just come back from Australia. He followed us the whole time, three and a half years he was over there. So yeah. it's it's getting the word out there yeah. and it's doing things the right way, which yeah. is I think you boys have, you know would agree. I think that's what we're doing as a as yeah, yeah. as a as a basically a group. Yeah. We, we are a group, yeah. we're a family. It's yeah. a farm family, yeah. really. It's the supporters, Amazing. the volunteers, the players, the staff. We're all one. We are all one. And uh, without is uh, some of the old you know, if we're all clocks. If you take one of them off, your watch ain't going to work and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. So, you know, but we need you. Um, we need sports. That's why, uh, as I said, 16th of February, uh, comedy at Farnborough. Um, it's £25 a ticket. Uh, you get fish supper and you get a good opportunity to meet us and ask us questions. And it's going to be a fantastic night. Now, the, the £25 a ticket, now, you know, we've sold about. 50, 60 or something like that. We need to push to see if we can get another 50 or 60 at least. Yeah. Uh, so, so anybody that's, if you haven't got tickets or just bring a mate with you, um, try and sell them because that's all going to the community trust. So it'd be like the community coming to enjoy a night out. Uh, comedians and everything else, every fish stuff. I get to meet the football side a bit as well. But then all the, all the profits from that going back into the community trust. So where we have mini kickers on a Sunday, and we give the kids T-shirts and get them to play on the pitch and stuff like that. That comes out of the community trust now. The radio station is being run by the community trust. Um, so everything that goes into community trust is being reinvested back into the community. So yeah. that's why yeah. 
it's nothing. It doesn't benefit the football club as such, but no. it benefits the community, which no. is what we're we're about. We're a community football club. No, yeah. unless we're yeah, that's really good. Unless, unless we get yeah. a message yeah. out to everybody, yeah. really. It's, it's a really, it's a good lineup as well on the comedy as well. Me, me myself and Alan will put it out on our social medias and as well. I know um, Ellie, Ellie's uh, put it out on her, on her uh, Instagram as well. Uh, already there, I think today or yesterday evening, I saw. Um, so yeah, me and me and Al do do a push on that, and uh, Tom will do that, do the same, I'm sure, on his side. So uh, yeah, yeah it's all about the word around. We just get there, and then obviously, then it's obviously just a women's team as well. Um, you know, anybody out there that wants, you know, wants a game, they check their website. They can see when the women are playing at home. Yeah. Uh, it's another chance to watch farm, a farmer team play football on the pitch. Um, as Tom said, it's quarter final. I think we got quarter final. They got yeah. quarter final at home. Yeah, eighteenth um, yeah. of so, February, that is. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody out there wants to come and have a have a look and support the women. Because it's only, yeah. only a couple of pounds to get in. It's not yeah. made. Yeah. So, yeah. Really good. You know, you can take. Well, you can take. So you'll be happy because Rogers open. So there's burger bars there, <laughs> mate. You can get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy days. Happy days. I'm straight I'm in the front. Of the, there's no queue either. You, you, there's buy no queue. Burgers, you buy five burgers. You buy five burgers. You get six one three. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 Buy six and get uh, get one. Yeah, free, no, yeah, no, yeah. Um, on behalf of everyone at the club, keep up doing the fantastic work that you boys are doing. Yeah, because you know, you don't, uh, it does get appreciated. Everyone in the club appreciates that. Every, whatever you're doing, the radio yourselves, uh, all the Twitters, and everything else, and you very rarely probably get pats on the back from anyone from the club. But trust me, everybody thinks you're all doing a fantastic job. Um, you know, I've come to try and speak to you when you've been in the platinum now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said, like, did I say like you last night? Tom, yeah. I took your hand, didn't I? Did you? Uh, I didn't. I spoke to you. I definitely spoke to you before. I was, well, I, no, no, I, was, I was at the game last night, but I didn't see. I didn't see you. I didn't. I didn't see many. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. Well, I was outside the bar. Because you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. I had said I had a business meeting, and um, he kept saying, "Let's just go and get a beer," and he kept going and get a beer. And his <laughs> wife uh, comes from. Green Bay, and oh, well. my brother lives in uh, Wisconsin, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. and so it's, yeah. I'm a Bears fan, and she's a Green Bay Packers, so the whole night we just give each other grief and stuff about that, <laughs> so right. I stayed they, there. They, 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 they've had the playoffs now, they? Yeah, well I said that, to, when they, they, they beat us last game of the season, and it's like, oh my god, I've got Texas, they're quiet over there, isn't it? and then when they played their first wildcard game, they uh, literally... I can't remember who it was, but they actually won it at a canter. And I actually sent them the, the WhatsApp saying, it pains me to say this, but you actually look pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I hope they don't win it. And then they got, they lost. That made me feel a hell of a lot better. So, yeah. But they, yeah. Had to go on the, they had to go on the road, though, didn't they? Some would yeah, be a better team. Uh, exactly. But um, yeah, I think yeah. one, one person as well that would be interested to chat to, probably give it a couple of weeks. Um, uh, have you met Duncan Saunders? Yes, yes. Yeah, we have, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, really nice bloke. Yeah, well, um, he's up for coming on it as well. That's so, right. and then he'd be able to tell you more about the community trust yeah, and um, yeah. his involvement in the club, which is, um, you know, and he won't pay me to say this, but it was him that actually organised the fans zone down the bottom. Uh, so yeah. there was a cost to that, and pretty much was um, donated by BRS Transport, that's his company. Yeah. So he, that's why he sponsors yeah. the ground and that, and uh, it's it's very he's, he's a football person and he's one he's one of your own. So 
hippie. I've yeah. spoken to Dave and I said that I'm going to nominate you him to come up there, come on in, and he said he'd love to do it. So yeah, no, definitely. Next yeah. few weeks. I think we follow yeah. we follow we follow each other on uh, on the the uh, the podcast Twitter. Uh, so we'll okay. get a message out to him if we can. Um, yeah, yeah, get a message out to him, and it's fine. It'll be all for it. And as, as I said, because the, the easiest thing for me to do was to sit here tonight and just tell you everything you wanted to hear. Yeah, um, yeah, no, and some people, some people do, and uh, but I don't, I don't, I won't say nothing if I'm not hundred percent sure. And one thing I don't won't do is lie to supporters. Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Even if it's bad news, unfortunately, I've got to share my bad news with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, as as it honestly stands now, um, um, I'm very positive. This this club is very ambitious. Um, definitely, you know, echo that point, and we want to push this club on as far as we can. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, then. Um, yeah. So I think uh, on, on that note, don't don't go don't go don't go off just yet. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more no, uh, off when we finish off here. Uh, but it, it, we're just going to finish. We'll finish off there, guys. Um, Simon, Tom, uh, say good night. Good night. Good night. Mr. Gardner, Mr. Gardner, if thanks for um, chatting to us. Um, uh, and uh, to everybody that's listening, um, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another podcast. See you later.